Welcome to this bonus episode of the Food Fight podcast from EIT Food. In these episodes, we break down the food system for you, unpacking the ideas that create positive change. We'll be hearing from industry experts as they share new concepts and innovations, teaching you everything you need to know about a topic. Without further ado, let's get into this. Hello everyone, my name is Alfred, Alfred Grant. I'm the owner at Grant Farm, which is an organic farm, a research and demonstration farm. In today's episode, I'm going to be telling you all about soil health and organic soil system and how we work on it. When we talk about soil health, then we have to understand what we mean when we say soil, the term soil health. So this is quite new in Europe and it was always compared to soil fertility, but soil fertility is only about the productivity of soil. And soil health is a more general term that tells us about the status of the soil and how the soil functions are working. So which soil functions do we know? We know about productivity. So soil is producing like food, fodder, fiber, energy. But then we also have the soil function, the climate function, which means that the soil is storing carbon, for example. Then we have the water management function. So soil is absorbing water. The water is infiltrating into the soil. It's cleaned, it's stored, and then it's provided back to the plants, for example, then there's the nutrient management function. So if you apply, for example, fertilizer in the soil, it's stored in the soil again, and then it comes out back again to the plants. And finally, one of the most important functions in soil is also the biodiversity function. So you have to imagine in soil, you have about thousands and thousands of different species of bacteria, thousands of different species of fungi. And then you have protozoa, nematodes. So these are small organisms in the soil that also can only be seen with a microscope. And they feed on microbes, on bacteria, for example, and the nutrients which they release, they are the nutrients which the plants need for growth. So if we compare soil health to what we understood in the past, then, for example, what I was trained when I was in school, we understood soil as a sponge, taking up water, taking up the nutrients that we delivered with mineral fertilizer, for example, and then storing it for the plants to suck it up back again. So this was more or less what we understood, what I learned when I was young in school about soil. Soil is a sponge, you put things in, plant, suck things out, and at the end of the year, you replace the nutrients that you have brought away with your trailer and which you have harvested. But now soil is understood in a much different way. And research is uh, bringing more and more knowledge up and also practitioners, farmers, foresters, land managers, they understand soil much more in a systemic way, in a more holistic way. And we see all the functions and when these functions are there, 
when all the functions that I already described, when they are there, when the soil can produce this function, can work on these functions, then we can say the soil is healthy. Now everyone is talking about soil. Everyone is talking about soil health. But why? Why is soil important? Why is it has so big factor and has such an impact on the planet, on the society? So we have to know that about 95% of our food is produced in soil. That's also true for animals, for example, for livestock. So if you, you feed your pig, you have to feed them like wheat or other cereals and your cow eats the grass, for example. So that grows also on soil. So the basic is soil, and that's the most important resource, not only for farmers who produce food, but also for the society. And the problem is that, for example, for the European Union, the Joint Research Center has found out that about 61% of our soils are not healthy. So that means these soils cannot fulfill the, all the soil functions that they should provide to us. And this is really important. So this here you see how important it is, not only for producing food, but also for storing carbon in the soil. So helping us with uh, mitigating climate change, also for stopping the loss of biodiversity, it's important. But also if you think about climate change, for example, flooding events, drought events are more and more frequent. So therefore, a healthy soil can reduce the pressure that we find here. And the same is true for nutrient management, because if the soil cannot manage the nutrients, then the nutrients are washed out by the rain and will end up in the groundwater table. And then again, we as a society, we have to suffer from bad quality water. In our company, or I have to say in our two companies, we are working on the topic of soil health already for decades. So we have two companies. One is Grand Farm. It's a research and demonstration farm based in Austria, near Vienna. And the second company, it's also based at the same location here in Austria. It's called Vermigrant. And Vermigrant uh, does work with earthworms and these earthworms produce soil. The reason why we don't produce soil ourselves is because we, as humans, we cannot produce soil. So we can fly on the moon, but uh, we are not able as humans to produce soil. If we talk to scientists, they can tell you we can make about two, three, five percent of the microbes which you can find in a healthy soil. So a very, very small amount we can produce in like uh, in a lab, in a laboratory, for example, but we cannot make the whole biodiversity of a healthy soil. But earthworms, they can do the job. So this is the reason why we are working with earthworms. And we do that already. I do that already since uh, 25 years when I started to get into composting and vermicomposting. Even Charles Darwin, already found out how important earthworms are. He has written a book, his last book, by the way, and he always said that was the most important book that he has written in his career. 
about the earthworms and how they work the soil. So what's so special about the earthworms? Earthworms, they can make soil. So they feed on microbes in the soil. They feed on organic material. What is organic material? Everything that was alive and is dead or has died is organic material and like leaves and, and branches and all animals and all plants. And the earthworms together with the microbes and with all the, the critters in the soil, they can convert this organic material back into soil and provide the nutrients back to the plants. But they do not only produce something, they also work something. So they have to do a manual job, mechanic job, where they loosen the soil, they aerate the soil, they help for water infiltration. So they produce vermicompost or biohumus, as we call it. And on the other side, they also aerate, they turn the soil slowly, very gentle. So they do a great job, not only for plants, but also to raise productivity because they produce fertilizer for the plants. But they also have huge contribution to plant health. So it's not only feeding the plants, but it also to keep them healthy. So you do not need any pesticides. Well, when we think about the future of soil, I'm optimistic because uh, there is no way around. So we have to make sure that our soils are healthy, stay healthy or become healthy again. Otherwise, we can neither feed the world, nor can we mitigate climate change, nor can we stop the loss of biodiversity, nor can we make sure that the groundwater table is clean. So therefore, what we have to do is we have to raise awareness on soil health. We have to work with land managers, but also on a consumer level to raise awareness to tell people about how important soil health is for our food, for our future, and especially for our children and for the future of the children and the coming generations. We need all stakeholders in the food system, in the food industry, to make sure we have healthy soils, to make sure that we regenerate the soil and to reduce the pressure on the soil with pesticides, with fertilizers, but also with heavy machinery. So on our farm, for example, we have a market garden. So we, we don't use tractors, we don't use pesticides, we don't use mineral fertilizer. So we produce food and at the same time, we regenerate the soil. And this is possible actually, and that's not only possible, it's necessary. And for everyone who listens, for everyone in the food industry, in the food sector, please make sure that your production, your products that you work on come from healthy soil and come from regenerative farming, where you contribute to all the challenges that we are facing right now. Thank you all for listening in to this bonus episode and we hope you learned something new. If you'd like to find out more, head over to the EIT Food website at eitfood.eu and please also join the conversation via the hashtag EITFoodFight on our Twitter channel at EITFood.